Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I'm Stephen Lang. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babe? I'm all right. I'm uh, trying not to... Uh, well, I mean, you've, you've reliably informed me it's very warm outside, Bob. I haven't been out. So um, you're in a vest. So I'm assuming it's pretty pretty spicy pretty, out. Pretty spicy out, yeah. So I, uh, I didn't actually realise till I left the house to go to the gym how hot it actually was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was speaking to someone in the gym and they were saying today's actually the coolest day. It's going to get hotter from today onwards. I kind of miss this bulletin about another heat wave. I mean, I'm not complaining. It will take. I am. I am. Not feeling it. No, I've had enough. (laughs) Winter is coming. Can't come any sooner. We're going to die of drought, like or bloody something. Nuclear attacks. I mean, it's getting it's getting pretty ropey out there in the world, isn't it? Um, well, I don't really understand. Yeah, they keep saying something. I think it's all dependent on areas. But there's a is there a hose pipe ban kicking in? Yeah, certainly is. Well, there is in my area soon. I live in a third floor flat, so no, no danger of me hose piping anyone <laughs> um, over the balcony. But um, how are we running out of water? I mean, my geography ain't good, but we're an island. Yeah, but it's all surrounded sal- by water. But it's all salty water. You can't drink that. Oh, so drink. Oh, I see what you meant. Yeah. Yeah. So the stuff that like falls out of the sky is what we drink. I think. I think. Um, and that's running low in all the reservoirs and stuff. So, um, yeah, this is, it's not good times. And what's the latest about there's a blackout coming now, is there? God, Bob, you're going to get me started. Me, me and the people I work with have just been all day, we've been like, oh, apparently there's another tube strike. Oh, apparently um, there's polio going around and children <laughs> need to go. The monkeypox. Now there's like, uh, it's like when does thing when when is it ever going to get better? I don't really. Oh, the bills are going to start costing four and a half thousand pounds a year. I just I don't understand. It's like everything's just sort of falling apart. Like it maybe it's the end th- of the world. <laughs> yeah, right. it seems like there's always something at the minute, isn't there? If it's not petrol going up or the cost of living, and then water, and now blackouts. Like, what is going on? I completely agree with you, Bob. But just like cockroaches and share you and me will be around interviewing celebrities until the end of time which may be sooner than we think so <laughs> <laughs> so we best we best enjoy ourselves while we can um what have you been up to anything exciting well what have i been up to this week I've been to the gym been to the gym so yeah train do you know what it is because we're now recording on a different day aren't we mm, so i know yes. it still goes out the same day for everyone listening but that's changed so i, I keep thinking today's a tuesday but it's actually Not a wednesday, wednesday. So yeah. i'm kind of at that stage where i don't know me arse from me elbow but uh we move we move, we move. what can we do but it's been a week and a half of uh showbiz gossip isn't it it certainly has um, i think i think we should probably kick off with some the saddest news this week oh. which is obviously the loss of olivia newton john um uh, after a really really long uh you know fight with cancer um uh yeah we, what do you make of it i was i was pretty sad when i heard the news i was really sad i mean i think like a lot of people for me grace was such an iconic film when i was a kid mm. and um, still is 
still, yeah, it's one of the films you can watch over and over again. Mm. And we've probably all seen it at least 50 times. I was one of them, especially the video days where you'd rewind it and go back to the beginning and start again. Yeah. And um, in my short time of being on the other bus, which is about two and a half hours, I think, in my life, I kind of went through a stage of think, loving Sandy very quickly, then started to fancy Danny. Danny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, still a bit of John Travolta now, lovely. But, um, what what beautiful pair they were. And yet, I mean, just so sad. She had such a long battle, like you say. And um, even though I think we've known for, for so many years she hasn't been well, mm. I just don't think, well, I certainly didn't see it coming. And um, no. just so sad. What did you think of it all? Yeah, same, really. I think I think you kind of forget the, the incredible impact that she had at, like... Um, She's a bit like uh, she's just always been there, hasn't she? Always been around doing bits and bobs in the background. Obviously, there was Greece, um, but you know she's been a long-term sort of um, you know cancer advocate, um, trying to raise awareness wherever possible. And she's also done, um, obviously, like her, her bits and bobs of pop music, certainly in the eighties, with like um, Physical and Xanadu and all those sorts of things. Um, recently, one of her songs was featured on. Uh, Stranger Things, which which a song I'd never heard of before. Yeah, um, I can't remember what it's called now, but um, but yeah, it was one of those sort of like uh, suddenly everyone's talking about her again, and and you know she's even done bits of music and stuff. I think she did a Christmas album with John Travolta not so long ago. Um, yeah, so it's been quite it's been quite sad, and and the amount of celebrities that have come out and sort of paid tribute to her as well has been amazing because she was kind of Australia's sweetheart, wasn't she? Despite being born in the UK. Um, she moved to Australia pretty young. And uh, I saw tributes from, you know, Kylie and people like that just saying, like, such an inspiration. And and I think that was, that's kind of it, really. I mean, what a lovely legacy to leave behind. You, you never sort of, she never, or never seemed to, as far as I'm aware, upset anyone or, or she just li- lived like a really lovely life and, and tried her best to, to, to make it enjoyable. And she had her own tragic things go on in addition to her cancer you know she lost her husband she found another husband cheating blah 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 a lot a lot going on so it's 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 um it's interesting to read all those things about which I wasn't even really aware of and you don't really get films like Greece anymore that have that kind of I mean it's over 50 years old isn't it <laughs> yeah that so many generations can sit and watch and love and like we say you can watch over and over again and again She's done so many things. Up, she's got a, a hospital, wasn't she? In Australia, yeah, yeah, Melbourne, yeah. Um, but yeah, what a legacy, and how many? And I think that's what makes it even sadder and more shocking because they're kind of immortalising that generation of of Greece. So to us, everyone knows Danny and Sandy. So yeah, uh, yeah very very sad day, um, and really sad news. Do you want me to sing a bit of hopelessly devoted to you? Do you know what? I'm all right. Thank no, you so much. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not when I've got my headphones in, Bob. When I've, maybe when I've muted you, maybe. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you've been well saved there. I was going to break <laughs> into song for Olivia. Um, but it hasn't, I mean, there has been some exciting news this week and kind of seemingly out of nowhere, but the Strictly lineup's begun to be announced. It hasn't been all confirmed yet, um, but there's a pretty pretty stellar lineup this year. What have you, well, well I'll, I'll read some of them out. We've got read Kim Marsh. I know Kay Adams. Kay Adams, yeah. Uh, Love from it, Women. Kim Marsh, Matt Goss, like 80s legend. Um, DJ Tyler West, got Paralympian Ellie Simmons, Will Meller. 
Radio 2 presenter Richie Adams. I mean, on and on. There's a, a footballer was announced today, sort of retired, like Tony Adams, I think. Um, yeah, so there's been like loads and loads of people um, coming out. What do you make of it? I think it's, I mean, I know we always say it, but I think already from the names I've seen before we um, started recording, I think it's going to be a great series again. I think Kim Marsh will be incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, bit of Will Meller. I mean, no complaints. Bit of Will. Yeah. yeah. Matt Goss, I think, is going to look lovely in spandex and a bit of diamond. Exactly. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm ready. To, I, that is makes winter worth coming. Do you know what I mean? Saturday night in... Chicken bowl and a uh, egg fried rice, and uh, yeah, and and then seeing Strictly back on our screens. Yeah, it does always always feels weird when it comes to this time of year because you're like, once it starts, it's on every weekend until basically the weekend before Christmas. Yeah. It's a long time, and then then it's basically January, and then if you're like back to the. <laughs> I mean, it's just I mean, summer's over. It's Christmas. Winter's nearly over. I don't know. It's just like a weird. Um, a weird feeling when they start to announce them. I always feel a bit like this stage, you've really got no idea what anyone's going to sort of uh, be like or dance no. like. But you you can't, you sometimes get in, uh, get a like, uh, I guess like an intuition. Because when mm. Kay Adams was announced, I was like, oh, now I like a bit of Kay on Loose Women, but I'm not sure. I, I don't know why I'm doubtful about her dancing ability. Um <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's the way she walks down those stairs at, at Loose Women. You know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe it's something like that. Whereas someone like Matt Goss, obviously you kind of know that he's going to be good because he's been dancing. I mean, probably not sort of routines, I guess, um, but sort of, yeah, showing off his skills for a while. Will Meller, I think, is going to be um, like the series hottie because he's like, yeah, been, he's, he's, he's sort of, He's always kind of flown a bit under the radar, I think, but he's he's actually like super handsome, isn't he? So... Oh god, I have the biggest crush on him in like the two points days. Yeah, same. Um yeah, proper little salt, weren't they? I so mean both... Yeah, yeah, still is, yeah. Um so sort of between between them two and Tyler West, who's who's very handsome as well. I think we're gonna be spoiled for choice for attractive men this series. Um, yeah, no, it makes Saturdays worthwhile, especially with all the doom and gloom that's going on in the in the country at the minute. What we've, well, the list is endless, like we said at the top of the show. <laughs> so, if we can't have a bit of Strictly and a couple of good-looking men dancing around on a Saturday night, what's the point? This is but what I'm looking forward think, to. Like you say, like because I know we, we've spoke before, and you, you never know from the off how people are going to do. And you kind of think, oh, that they could be a contender or whatever. I always assume. I don't know if this is always factually correct, but anyone from a singing background, I always see anyone that can sing, or I think you kind of have, can you move? Because you've got some kind of rhythm to sing. So yes, I definitely true. think that's going to be quite good. Um, I think Kim's going to be good. Yeah. I'm on, the fence. I'm on the fence with Kim. Um, I mean, she I mean, was I obviously in here, so she, really, yeah. she can do like a, you know... Um, bit of pure and simple, but it weren't really slut drops and tango, was it? No, it certainly wasn't American smooth and you know <laughs> street dance. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I, I kind of in two minds as to whether or not I think she'll be good. We'll have to we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, and sometimes the sports people you mentioned Tony Adams. 
sometimes you see that the footballers and cricketers and people from sports can often pull it out of the bag. I mean, look at Alfredo. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, I, I mean, there's, there's, there's almost no rhyme or, re- or reason. I think, I think you're right. And like with musicians, they tend to have sort of a natural inbuilt sort of understanding of the beat, um, yeah. which I think helps. Um, but, you know, yeah, like you said, there's been cricketers and journalists and all sorts over the years that have done well um, that you would never have sort of guessed. So, yeah, I guess we'll we'll keep an eye out and see what happens. And I guess by next week, we'll have our full confirmed lineup. So that exactly. We'll probably do a few, what is there, normally about 12 celebs? Well, yeah, but I think they've got a few more this year. I think they're up to sort of 14, 15. Oh, nice. Um, so I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, because I think they've got more professional dancers this year than they've ever had before. I don't know what that means. They haven't confirmed how many celebs and they won't do until the very, you know, until they say this is the final one. Because um, I guess it goes right up to the wire with sort of contracts and all that sort of thing, doesn't it? Um, and behind the scenes shenanigans. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so we should have at least three or four more, I reckon. Um yeah, and then we'll and then we'll, we'll maybe we can give a prediction next week that we can revisit in December yeah. to see to see we how close pick a we... winner. Let's do one of them. We'll we'll we'll, all, we'll pick our pre-show winner, and then on finale the week after the finale we'll see who was closest. We'll see who they both are. Uh, yours and mine went out in week one and two, so um, <laughs> yeah. and that'll be the end of that. Um, oh, I don't know if you saw this week as well. Big split news. I don't know if it's that much of a surprise to anyone, but Kim and Pete Davidson. Kim Kardashian yeah. and Pete Davidson have not managed to make it work. Uh, I don't know. Personally, not that surprised. What do you think? Do you know, it's one of them. And I think we, we said when the, the news first came out, oh, I think, I mean, not that I've ever been married, but um, I don't think everyone was holding out hope for it to be a long-lasting relationship. I think especially when they just she just come out of her breakup with Kanye. Um, so there's always that pressure the first time you kind of move on or, or with someone else. Um, yeah. And it seems their whole relationship, let's have it right, when you're dating a Kardashian, that's how it's always going to be. But from the off, every week, it feels like it's been quite full on and I bet feels longer than it actually has been. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, literally, I think from from when it was announced or when it was rumoured they was together, um there's there's always been headlines around it. I saw that um, Pete Davidson he, he's apparently now allegedly seeing a therapist, like a trauma therapist, since the split. And since um, he sort of because didn't I think it's to do with sort of Kanye and what Kanye had said about him and stuff, and um, you know sort of threatening him very in on social media and things. And yeah, I, um, it probably is. I mean, she she is literally. I've, go so far as to say the fo- most famous woman on the planet um yeah. maybe apart from the queen um and i don't know like it must be quite a weird situation to find yourself in pete's obviously very successful and has dated very famous women before like ariana grande and stuff um but yeah it must be quite a different vibe when you're suddenly thrust into the spotlight like that and in the headlines constantly um it's a lot of pressure to put on a new relationship, isn't it? Yeah. And a lot yeah. happened really soon, I think. Like, he, he'd had a Kim tattoo. Like, there's been tattoos involved in. Um, so so it's been quite the relationship in the few months that it's been. But as Kanye's posted something since he's heard about the splitters, and he's saying, was it like a fake newspaper headline or something he's put on social? 
Yeah, something like that. Did, didn't he take it down quite quickly though? Um, I think I think he he really needs to step away from the social media, doesn't he? And sort of not not get involved. I'm, I don't think I'm going to be I'm going to be wrong in suggesting that Kim is probably not going to get back with Kanye. Um, so kind of whatever he does. He's just kind of making a bit of an idiot of himself, almost. I think, um, yeah, it's not it's not very becoming. He needs to be a bit more sensible. I think. There's a few people out there that are saying they think this this splits all a bit of a PR stunt. I think his film has been released this week, um, which some people say is a bit of a coincidence. Right. Um, and I believe they're currently filming the second season of the new Hulu show. Uh, the Kardashians obviously formally keeping up um, yeah. but I just don't think like like you said she is lover or hater and you know I love a Kardashian yeah, yeah, yeah. but whether people do love her or hate her she is probably one of the most famous women if not the most famous woman in the world yeah, um, yeah. does she really need to do a, a PR stunt around a breakup I don't know um I don't think she she's at that point in her career where she needs to pretend to break up with someone. Or need any more publicity than she's already got. Yeah. She does all right, don't she? Yeah. She does all right with press. Yeah. Don't think she's sort of begging to be on the front pages uh, of any sort of the gossip mag. She's not she's not bringing up the journalist saying, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. That's not her vibe. Shane called up Bella this week. No, unfortunately, I've not been, I've not been saying, Kim, it's all right. We're going to cover it. Um, we'll put no, you on the front not. page. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, none of that, sadly. Um, Did you uh, see, I mean, I know we've spoke about it a lot over the last, well, since, well, since I started this show two years ago. But have you seen that Britney's ex-Kevin's done an interview now, talking about the kids and her and... I've I've not seen the full interview. I've seen a couple of clips. Yeah, it's it's um it's quite um it's not a surprise. I think that he felt he had to say something eventually. He's obviously, I would imagine, don't know for sure, been paid quite a bit of money to talk about it. Um, and he sort of went on about how there's a it was a male exclusive, but it's good that they got it. And you know, any sort of publication would bend over backwards for that sort of thing. But he he did kind of go in on her about um, the fact that their two sons hasn't stayed with them, her for years. They kind of like live with him really. They didn't go to the wedding because they, and it's not like they've fallen out or anything with their mum. They just sort of want to steer clear. And she obviously hit back saying that like bringing up two teenage boys is tough and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's a bit after everything that's gone on with her, feels a little bit, it's just more sad news for her, really, isn't it? Definitely. What do you take from it? Is it being alluded that they're embarrassed of how she, how she's on social media? Is it that, that like the dancing and the the Instagram stuff? Exactly that. Yeah, I think it's a lot to do with uh, with that. But also, I I feel like because he he's uh, Kevin mentions about how. Um, uh, he feels that the conservatorship actually really saved her. And, I mean, maybe in some ways it did initially. Um, you know, it, it, the the initial thought behind it was to get herself back in control of her life. It's, it's, but then when it got to the point where she couldn't take a, you know, paracetamol without permission and she couldn't paint her own kitchen walls, mm. like, 
where where's the where's the line between looking after her and preventing her from living a life you know and Kevin will, will have only really seen the perspective of the the rest of the family because he's not married to her anymore you know what I mean so it's complicated. He seems it? very pro the dad, Jamie, doesn't he? Mm. From what I've seen in the clips, he was like, I think, like pretty much says he believes that he's he saved Britney, especially in the early days of I think the conservatorship. Well, I think I think definitely most people probably felt that to begin with, right? Like she obviously wasn't in a good way, sort of two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight, and she that was the year of the God, yeah. The, you know, the umbrella in the curl and all that like what going around LA late at night sort of stopping at petrol stations and you know uh speak like I don't know the whole thing was just quite scary her crying bad, in the street really bad and some someone needed to get back in control of that right and obviously that worked initially he will have only seen that's the side of it of the family he won't have actually been with her and seen what it was like for her I don't know that, and that makes it slightly more complicated. There is also lots of rumours around that basically Britney has been supporting him financially for many years, and now that's not happening. Because um, I guess the eldest or the boys have got to be. Because I was trying to work out age; they've got to be almost eighteen now. Yeah, mid-teens, I would say like, something like that. Once they probably turn eighteen, whatever maintenance Kevin was allegedly getting, I guess for co-parenting or them staying there. Yeah, I read somewhere I think it was forty thousand dollars again, all all legend, didn't it? But um, I guess that eventually runs out when they become adults. But whatever it is, I just think with everything that's gone on, um, it's kind of sad, isn't it? And if the boys do have any feelings like that, it's my, it's I always feel like a hypocrite saying this because obviously we both get the industry. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And when you're a celebrity, it's a hard one to say, but part of me especially because of Britney's story I kind of think it's one of them that probably would have been better behind closed doors where did we really need to know that the boys haven't seen her for months and mm. I don't know but well, there's an appetite and that's that's celebrity isn't it yeah and and on the positive side for Britney there are rumors that she's about to make a bit of a music comeback isn't there she's apparently done a yeah. song with Elton John called Hold Me Closer um and it's going to be, I think it samples other, you know, a bit like the, um, what was the sample we did recently um, with, uh, was it Dua Lipa? Um, yeah. Cold, Cold Heart. Cold um, Heart. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's not all negative. I mean, she's made no. it quite clear in the past or in recent times that she doesn't want to do music and touring and sort of all that sort of stuff anymore, doesn't she? But maybe the opportunity to do something with Elton was just too good for her to pass up. Well, I was shocked when I saw the Elton story. I was like, "Gosh!" Because, like you said, only very recently, I'm sure she had said that she don't. She's got no interest in performing or doing shows. But I think probably because of what's happened over the last few years, where she's felt she's had to do something and been forced to do something, it's kind of like I guess it's like a rebellion. And like you're like, I don't want to do. I don't need to do that now. So I guess she's got no interest in doing another resident like residency in Vegas or which I'm gutted about if Britney come to the hotel and banged out all her old songs I'm there for it as I I'm wonder sure if she ever will every gay in the UK would be yeah I I'd, do, I, I'd, I'd say yeah probably 80% of the crowd um but yeah I mean I think it is the like a 
you remember like when Michael Jackson's before he died basically was like I'm going to do all these final this final thing at the O2 and then I'm never performing again obviously yeah. he never got to that stage because he passed away um, or was it cold yeah 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 exactly I wouldn't be surprised if Britney did something like that not die <laughs> um, but you know like do a little residency and 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 sort of um yeah and and who but knows I want old school Britney I yes. want toxic you want, want the little trilby on the head. You want like the yeah, the little I waist want the, coats. the flight attendant trolley. Yeah. I, well, I want the old school Britney. Your best bet might be to go find a drag queen because I don't know if that'll <laughs> ever happen. Uh, well, we've got two exciting guests um, coming up this evening. We've got um, former X Factor um, star Ray Quinn turned like Dancing on Ice extraordinaire singer. Uh, took a few years off in the pandemic um, to go do some uh, non-showbiz stuff. Um, so we've got him coming up first. And then we've also got from Drag Race Anubis, um, who's on Drag, Drag Race UK Series 3, um, coming up after that. But first off, we've got Ray, and he's right here right now. So let's get him in. Bad. Can you hear me? Hello, Ray. You all right? Not too bad, amazing you. All good, thank you, mate. All good. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> no worries. That's well, some headboard, know. that pal, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Bit over the top. Unlike me. My God. <laughs> it gives um, it gives sort of like um, Buckingham Palace or something, doesn't it? Like Buckingham Palace, Essexham, Essexham Palace or something. Buckingham Palace looks like that, mate. My God. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been, Ray? I'm not too bad, mate. Not too bad at all. Yeah, yeah. Yourself? Yeah, really good. Um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you, you've uh, recently started touring, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I just um, it's a tour that isn't touring tour basically. It's um, I'm doing like uh, eleven dates across like three or four months, but it's just chosen venues, chosen um, places that I've played before, and the audience have been amazing. So uh, I have me opening night on the fifth of August over in Liverpool, obviously in my home city. Yeah. So it was uh, a, a, a nice. Uh, it was a, it was you know really nice gig. The audience were fab and you know nice full house and uh, yeah, just felt amazing just to be back doing what I um I've always done for many years. You know what I mean? I was going to say, I bet, especially because obviously the last two years of the madness of the pandemic and everything, I bet it's so nice to be with a crowd again and able to perform and kind of get back to what you do best. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I've got my big band with me, so all the brass section and everything, you know, playing for me and there. But yeah, like I say, it's just nice to be back doing what I've, I've, I've been doing for a long time, you know, and I've really honed in on me. Me, me skill as far as me, you know, what it is I do for a living. And, uh, you know, I know the music, I know it well, I'm passionate about it. Um, it's the only thing that really drives me. I get a lot back from it, you know, and uh, it just feels so privileged, especially after the last couple of years, the entertainment industry's hard, you know, to be back up on stage with a live big band playing all the swing music for me is like, you know, the cherry on top, really. Um, so well, was, no, it's great to be back in Liverpool, boss. There, there was quite a lot of attention, obviously, when during the pandemic, when when suddenly you were you were back doing sort of normal jobs, wasn't it? Um, yeah. How was that? Was that was that a bit weird, or were you kind of expecting it? What was the? I wasn't bothered to be honest. Uh, I was just doing what I, I I needed to do. I need I needed to give myself a bit of a purpose. 
because I'm a busy fella. I'm always mm. doing something, you know. And then to have something, I thought, well, I'll just go and do it. What's what's wrong with that, you know? Yeah. So I just uh, just to keep myself from being like bored and you know not feeling as if I was making a difference or, or doing anything. I hate not doing nothing. You know what I mean? I mean, mm. especially when it comes to my job, you know, there's always a gig. There's always a show. There's always an appearance. So there's always something to do. And when the, especially when you don't have a choice, that's the worst thing about it. You know, I wasn't given a choice. It was taken away from you. And not just me, you know, other entertainers. And of course, people who worked in, in theatres behind, behind the, the curtains, you know what I mean? All the tech lads and, and, and tech women and, you know, that was all taken away from you. So I guess it was just the fact that, well, I'll just go and do something. And that's what I chose to do. I went and did a bit of that and a bit of this and did everybody else's job but my own. But it's nice to be back. And congratulations, Ray. Going to be a daddy for a second time. Oh, no. <laughs> How do you feel about it? Because like, oh. obviously now it's second time round. Does it feel a bit easier? Um, I mean, it's just a 10-year gap. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Uh, do you know what? I'm so excited. I've never felt so like content in my life, and I'm dead happy. And I, and I can't wait for them to come along. Like I don't know what it is yet. And, you know, we haven't found out or nothing. But I couldn't be more proud of me, Mrs. She's uh, she's created a human. I think it's sort of like hits you more as you get a bit older. Like you feel like, wow, you know, her body's created this human being that's going to come into our lives, and it's a part of both me and here and, uh, you know, a little miracle, really. So, um, yeah, I think, um, well, I know I'll, it's going to be so exciting. I, I, even now I'm dead excited, but I can't wait to meet them. I can't wait them for them to be a part of our lives, you know, and, and, and grow all together. It's going to be lovely. <laughs> are you going to find out what sex it is or are you going to have a surprise? No surprise, yeah. So, basically, uh, we haven't found out the whole time, so we've been quite patient, really. So, hopefully... Uh, you know, on the day, it's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a, a relief, I'm sure, when you find yeah, that out. <laughs> that'll be a good start, wouldn't it? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, so I'm not finding out. But it, as I say, when they come here, it doesn't matter what they are. As long as they're happy, healthy, and mum and baby are healthy, like that's all I, that's all I, I, I care about, really. I think as you get older, it, all the worries hit you more when you think about, you know, the complications of it all and... and uh, you know, you obviously think about the things that can go wrong, but you, you know, you know, as well as the things that are, you know, exciting about it, you have your concerns. But um, I couldn't be more excited. I couldn't be more happy. So um, yeah, I'm made up. Can't wait. So have you got a boy and a girl name ready? So whatever. oh, I yeah 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 yeah. But to be honest, we've been back and forth with names the whole time, like back and forth with. Uh, boys' names, girls' names. Um, but I feel like we've st stuck on one for a girl, but we're still unsure about a boy, which is which is mad because, do you know what it is? I think there's that many, there's that much choice out there. And there's that many, you know, we, me missus runs a dance school um, where we live and there's that many kids that go with all different names. Do you like spoil for choice, really? Where you think, well, oh, no, I don't know, because people will think we're happy in them. You know, oh, yeah. that many names, so uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure when they come out, we'll we'll go. Oh, you know, you you're the whatever. You know, we'll figure it out then. 
because I guess it's quite well. It is a huge decision, isn't it? Like, like obviously, I, I haven't got kids at the minute, but I think there must be a pressure on it because you're almost the the name you give this kid is like like you don't think about it. I guess at the time, but that's stuck with them forever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know, it is a big decision, but, uh, you know, I'm sure, like, when we meet them, it'll be like... You'll know. You'll just, we'll just, we'll just know, you know. So, I'm not too concerned about it, to be honest. And we've, we've spoke with our friends and people that we know, and they've also said the same. Like, some someone said to us, oh, well, we didn't have a name for our baby for, like, five days. So, until we came around to sort of naming them. You know, they were baby for five days. So, you don't, you know, I'm not putting too much pressure on it anyway. As long as Emily's okay and the baby's okay, that's all that matters. Exactly. I did want mm. to ask you actually, there's been a lot of attention recently about sort of, you know, the shows that you, the sort of back in the day, um, The X Factor and all the other ones, Pop Idol, Pop Stars, that, all that, about, um, there's been a lot of the former stars sort of coming out and saying about the mental health struggles that they had while, while doing the show and how. They're not 100% sure about it, rumours about it coming back and stuff. How, what do you think about all of those sorts of things now, looking back at your time on them? Uh, well, for me, it was an opportunity to see, you know, and uh, grab it both hands, really. I mean, I was only a young kid with a dream, and um, uh, I just went for it, you know, with the experience that I'd had, which was very minimal. But, um, you know... I guess for me, I've got nothing but good things to say about it because obviously it gave me that stepping stone in my career. I've got a, a platinum selling CD that mm -hmm. I had when I was 19, uh, you know, sell out tours, some fantastic experiences that I'll never forget and I'll have with me. So um, I do worry about the younger generation, people who are kids, kids who, go, who are going in it that are perhaps you know, younger than I was back then, you know, 15, 14, 15. You don't know what you want then. And I feel like you, it's a lot of pressure mm. uh, given the machine that the extractor is. But uh, in my experience, I had a wonderful time and I'll never forget it. And um, it gave me that platform to sort of move forward. So look, every every kid's got a dream. Like my lads want to be a, a footballer when they grow older. It's another different world, you know. So, you know, even if you're nine and you want to be a lawyer, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. a tough world, whatever you go into, you know. So you just got to be prepared, uh, underst have an understanding, even just a small understanding of what it is you're about to take on. Um, but always stay true to yourself, believe in what it is you're capable of and never lose sight of that, you know, throughout the bad, the good, and, and of course, the uh, the ugly side of it. But, um, well, you know, always remain humble, knowing that you went in there with the, uh, the same heart as you're going to leave with. So, And do you think the welfare in now, with the way social media is, do you think that's now going to change the way shows? Because in the last 10 years, 12 years, we've seen social media blow up so much. Do you think that adds a whole other pressure to being on a, a big show like that? Um. Yeah, well, I never had any of that when I was on the show. You know, I think, what was it called? Bebo or something? But, was it Bebo? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember Bebo, yeah. yeah. Bebo, and I think MySpace was just starting. So I never really understood any of that. Do you know what? If I'm honest, I still don't understand any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably I for the best. <laughs> I absolutely, I can't stand it. 
uh, social media. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, you do want to, I mean, I post every now and again, but I'm not like savvy. I'm not, not on it all the time. I'm quite old school in that sense, but it, I guess it would. I wouldn't have an opinion on it because I've not lived through it in that respect where, you know, you, you, you're you thrown into the spotlight and then everybody around the world can follow you or DM you or whatever it is. And like that would just frighten the life out of me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even look at any of that. I post and then I close the app. That's it. Uh, you know, so it, it, a, lot, a lot of the world is so driven by social media. And uh, I see that in my nieces and things like that, you know, and I think, oh, no, like, you know, just be careful. You don't know who you're bloody talking to, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, reckon it would, I reckon it would have a fresh yet, but as I say, I, I, I'm not savvy to it because that's that wasn't a part of my world then. It only is now, and even now, as a man, 34, God, I have to think about it then, uh, that, you know, it's there, but it doesn't change my life if it's not. Yeah, that definitely seems like a very sensible way to, to handle it. Well, Ray, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Best of luck with the with the tour. Um, yeah, yeah, nice one, nice one. Where, where baby, can people baby. find tickets? Yeah, and the baby. I know, yeah. <laughs> Well, after the baby's imminent, I mean, bless her, she's not handling the heat very well. And, uh, you, you know, obviously, it's literally what she's two weeks until a due date. So it's, uh, it could happen any time now. Could be happening now while I'm on the phone. So you'll have to go, boys. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, thanks, mate. Do appreciate you speaking to us. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, nice one. Yeah. And uh, as I say, or, 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 I may as well mention it while I, otherwise, Danny will kill me. Um, rqtours.co.uk go on there and you can get all your tickets from there from wherever it is you are in, in the country and uh, obviously just in the UK but you can get your tickets straight on there and you can book them either from there or go directly to the box office in your local theatre uh, whatever it is I'm playing so um, but all the dates are on there as well and on me right. <laughs> got it okay cool well thanks so much Ray have a good evening thanks boys good okay. talking to you Take you later message, Ray. bye bye <laughs> nice one kid there Bye. You enjoy that headboard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, mate. See you later. See ya. See ya. <laughs> that that you, the, whoever got made that headboard, Bob, they owe you some money because they get so much publicity. Tell you, don't they? Honestly, <laughs> uh, what a nice, what a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, really nice to have Ray on. Um, I didn't, I didn't want to mention it to him, but actually, many, many years ago, probably about sort of 10, 11 years ago. Um, I well, I did a photo shoot with him when I was at a magazine and he had to be in a bar, like in a bath in just his jeans. Um, and I had to stand there and kind of watch it happen. It was it was not a bad. But that bad was fight. a hard day's work. Really hard day's <laughs> work. Really hard. Uh, <laughs> don't want to embarrass him. Um, well, we've got our, our, our second and final guest, uh, Anubis, ready to come in. So let's get talking. Feb. Hello. Hello, hey, hello, Anubis. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Really good. Thank you so much for turning your phone around the right way. We always appreciate oh, you're so it. You're so welcome. I'm just trying to figure out Zoom. It's been a while, though. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're hoping to get back into the studio soon. We've um, we've been doing Zoom now for what two and a half years, so we're ready. We're ready hey. to go back. Yeah. Oh, I thought you would have returned by now. Yeah, we're getting a whole big upgrade in our studio, so that's why we're still we're still waiting. But we will get there. How have you been? Yeah, good. Hot, isn't it? Bloody hot yes. 
So I might have said the worst fan ever, or just saying to Stephen, it's got a double A in it, but literally, you might as well blow on yourself. <laughs> so, to be fair, just off camera, I've got a giant white fan that looks like a Tic Tac, and I'm slightly concerned that it's going to make a lot of noise. Let we me can't know. hear it. We can't hear it. You're fine. Even uh, so, what have you been up to, Nubis? What's been going down? Um, I have been doing a bit of everything, really. I did my UK tour in like March and April, and then I had a bit of a break, which was fucking heavenly. Um, and then I did, uh, I've done a little bit of a cabaret for the last kind of few weeks with Brighton Pride. And now oh. we're about to rehearse for the uh, UK tour for season three, which is very exciting, but also draining the life out of me. <laughs> <laughs> how would like you shattered it, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I'm so tired, girl. I just want more than five hours sleep. I'll be happy, Oof. bunny. Do you know what I mean? I just Oof, I need hours. Oof, that isn't good. How is Brighton, though? So, so good. I mean, without uh, making it depressing, part of me is a tiny bit anxious at the moment about this monkey fox. So I was a tiny bit nervous. Had my vaccine do... last weekend. So oh, yeah. I had mine today. Yeah. yeah. I had mine today, girl. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been, oh, it was yeah, a bit stressful. Fun. Yeah, I think they're, they're quite hard to get, I think. Mm. They're, they're, they're not being very um, loud about it in the media. I think they're, because tr- I don't have many at all, I think they're trying mm. to kind of keep it on the down low. Um, but so was that making you nervous, though, when you were going out and about, sort of getting, I can, yeah. Yeah, massively, because also a lot of my work is like the meet and greets and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of doing that part of the show. So I'm always kind of seeing people and making contact and hugging, getting a picture with. So I think a lot of my work is very contact based. Um, So, yeah, I think that for me is is a big thing that kind of was on my mind for Brighton Pride. But it was great. I mean, I got pissed off my tits and and I had a great time. So (laughs) you're back saying that you're loving life. (laughs) <laughs> oh, obviously, girl. I mean, I'm going to the sauna tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a little sticker like back in the old AstraZeneca days? You know, everyone had it on their yeah. phone. Exactly. It's a bit of a weird one with mugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was I was basically like in and out in 10 minutes. The woman was like, you yeah. can go. I was like, don't I even get a plaster? I don't want to bleed all over my shirt. She was like, no, get out. Like, <laughs> okay, That's exactly how I was. I was like, oh, can I get a sticker or a lollipop? <laughs> <laughs> So since sort of Drag Race uh, for you, um, you've obviously been sort of doing your own sort of new kind of different thing, probably to what people expect. Are are you giving up drag or or is it like you're letting letting the music do more? What what are you thinking? Do you know what? It is kind of like a big amalgamation of everything. I still want to do drag and I still want to do music. But I think for me at the moment, I'm trying to kind of carve out more of an artistic path. Um, I personally think for me, Drag Race probably wasn't the right time um, to do the show, although, you know, I don't regret it and I would go back again. Um, But I do think that it has in a way hindered me because a lot of people do see Anubis for episode one and nine and ten and they just see me as that kind of young Brighton camp queen that can't really do much you know mm-hmm. um so i think with my cabaret tour and with the new single it's kind of allowed people to see a different side of me that they didn't get a chance to see on the show um so yeah i'm thinking i'm trying to just break that mold a bit you know in terms of watching the show back babe was you happy with how it was all edited together or no <laughs> <laughs> in terms really? of in what way <laughs> um 
I think, well, I'm known for my comedy, so it was a bit of a shock to kind of get cast for the show thinking that that's something they would kind of use. Uh, and then, you know, I mean, we sit there, as I'm sure you know, with Great TV, you sit there for bloody hours, don't you, talking about, you know, all the different confessionals and, you know, the mini challenges and what people were on the runway and you sit there for so long. And what, the, what they used, I mean, obviously it's not up to me and it, it's all for a reason, I guess, you know, for a storyline. Um, but it just didn't reflect my experience. And I remember sitting there for hours telling funny jokes and one-liners and having these little moments and nothing was used. Um, but I understand that they also have to fit that into an hour of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it obviously isn't a one-woman show. There's 12 of us in that cast. Um, so I, I understand that perspective. But in terms of editing, I do think they probably definitely could have included some more of me being me. In a way, though, is it a positive thing? Because it does allow you to then sort of form yourself away from the show without the... You can, you can have, like, Drag Races and Nubis, but you, you, you obviously went out early. So, like, mm. you can, in a way, sort of establish yourself separately. Does it help in that yeah. way, do you think? Do you know what? Yeah, I do think it's a double-edged sword, but I also do think that... I mean, obviously, I've gained a lot of my fan base from people that have watched Drag yeah. Race... Um, so I think in that way, yeah, it's, it is a, a good thing to have under my belt, the fact that I can use that platform, but then also do my own thing where I, you know, show people my comedy or the cabaret or the burlesque that I do. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think it is probably a positive as well. I just I wish that maybe I got a bit more of a chance to showcase those skills on television. Um, mm. you know, the people that come to my shows, they've been watching me for the last couple of years at Proud Cabaret and all across my residencies in the UK. Um, so I think they already know what they're buying a ticket for, whereas a lot of people that haven't seen me um, and they just have seen Drag Race, they might not know what they're buying a ticket for, you know? Yeah, fair. So yeah. It, it's like kind of that, getting that balance, but, you know, I am happy and it's working, so that's good. You've previously, previously spoke about, like, your post-show struggles. Mm. How, how long did that take to kind of... Do you feel settled now? Is it been yes. enough time when you look back and you, you feel good? Yeah, I think so. It's, it, I mean, we filmed the show about a year and a half ago. And I think, obviously, it, it didn't air that long ago. It only aired like nearly a year ago now. Um, but I think it's been a journey and it always will be kind of an ongoing journey. Um, but the more kind of theatre and TV I do, I think the more I realise what the world of entertainment kind of is. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it has been a struggle. I won't lie. A lot of people think that when you go on Drag Race, it is riches and fame and it's, you know, high profile and you're a celebrity now. And it's kind of like, although that world is also prevalent, there is also the underlying thing of you get death threats every day. Um, you get loads of people judging you for what you wear, what you look like, if you put on weight, if you lose weight. Um, they, everyone has an opinion on absolutely everything you have in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I naively don't think I was actually prepared for that to happen when I went into the show, um, which is my own fault. Um, so, yeah, but I, I do think post-show struggles are probably still ongoing, but they've definitely lessened since. Um, I think the airing of the season was probably the worst of it. Uh, but that's because, you know, you have hundreds of people in your inbox telling you they didn't like your dress, but, you know, you, they loved your wig. It's, just, it's such a strange world, you know? There's something about Drag Race that means that people really feel like that they can critique every single thing about 
your body and your style and your makeup in a way that doesn't really happen on other shows. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's because it's a character and therefore people feel that it's not you? I don't know. Do you know what? It's that's a very good question. I think I don't think there's one answer. I think it is a big combination of lots of different things. I think people that have grown up with the show watch it and it's their comfort so they they've grown up as a you know as a as a 13 year old and now they're watching it in their 20s so it's yeah. kind of like they've had it in their childhood so they feel so related to it and so connected to it um but maybe they feel like it is just their kind of born right to to have an opinion on everyone they see on the show because it's yeah. it's always been their life you know yeah um but i think for the maybe for the older audience that watch the show um you know, I, I think maybe people have an opinion because we are these larger-than-life characters with extra personalities, and it is kind of... It's hard to disassociate us as human beings when we have mm. three-foot-tall wigs on and we're covered in sequins and we, you know, we've got false teeth in. And, you know, that's out of drag. Um, you know, <laughs> but, you know, I, I do think that a lot of people see that and they go, oh, well, I can, I can poke fun at it because they're poking fun at it. So, you know, it kind of makes people feel comfortable. But, you know, that's just what I think. In terms of having struggles post-show, is there a duty of care, like the production company, is there always someone you can speak to? Do, do they look after you even after the show's ends? Yeah, I mean, we have an on-hand psychiatrist, and he's absolutely amazing. His name's Gareth. Um, oh, God, I, I think I know him. You do know him. <laughs> Scottish, <laughs> Scottish Gareth. Yeah, um, Scottish yes. Gareth, I love him. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. No, he's amazing. He must be being paid a lot of money if he's doing all these shows. You can imagine over the years, yeah. <laughs> he, he covers, he, I mean, I won't go into his career, but he, he covers a lot of shows and a lot of different people. Um, but I think for me, there's always been the option of talking to someone and having someone on the side to speak to, which has obviously been amazing. Um, I don't know if I've utilised that enough, but I also think that I am... Although, you know, probably contrary to popular belief, I am an introvert, so I don't necessarily like reaching out to people that I'm not, you know, necessarily like close with. And although, you know, Gareth is my first job, I don't know why I'm dragging Gareth on the uh, radio. <laughs> um, but uh, no, he's amazing. But I think I find kind of comfort in talking to the people that I've grown up with and yeah. that are really nice, like family and friends. Um, but yeah, but they do look after you. There is that option. It's obviously going all right because you are doing the tour, um, the, the the season three tour. What can people expect from it? Um, honestly, chaos. Like we all, we all are so. Ready season three season was quite chaos, wasn't it? Really, it was. I mean, the definition of absolute buffoonery. Um, but no, we we all have something completely unique to offer, and I think that's what is so great about our cast specifically is that we are all very different. Um, and, you know, there were some people eliminated early <clears throat> um, that are very good. Uh, but also, you know, you've got Electra Fence, who is an absolute powerhouse with dancing and rhythm. You have Victoria Scone that you didn't get to see a lot of, that she yeah, has yeah. such a wide range of cabaret and musical theatre. You know, a Charity Case, absolute weirdo artist, and you didn't get to see much of her. So there is so many people on this cast that have such a unique perspective on drag and performance. I think it will be such a great tour because we're all doing something completely different that no one's seen before, you know? And do you have much say in what you're all bringing to the show? Mm, literally everything, yeah. I think my How amazing. Fine. Yes, we have, we have pretty much full control. 
Um, so we can we can do singing, we can do dancing, we can do comedy, ellipsing, whatever. We can do all all of it in one. Um, in terms of the outfits, we get told a theme, and then we kind of make whatever we want from that. Um, so yeah, I'd say like compared to the actual show of Drag Race, we have a lot of freedom. We have, <laughs> we have buckets full. Do you know what I mean? That's exciting, though, isn't it? Yeah, very exciting because it, it feels like I can kind of finally get to do my own thing without it being kind of chopped and edited and it's it's just full on raw Anubis, which is usually my grinder profile now. But, um, <laughs> when something oh, I've slime, spoken to you like before say, actually no I think, yeah. got the, no, there's no chance of anyone cutting something, editing it. When it's live you just you can do yeah. you and there's no worry about that, which is good. Exactly. And it's nice to be in theatre again. It really is because like mm. the last, as you say, like the last two and a half years for you guys has been in the studio, like on Zoom, sorry, um, and not in the studio. So it's nice that we can finally do these tours and do these venues that have been inaccessible for the last nearly three years, you know, so that is also a big bonus. In a way, though, are you kind of looking forward to it being the like a, the cutoff point, the end of your drag race thing? Like you can, or are you, or do you kind of think like it'll be with you forever? How do you feel? Do you know what I'm? I am in two minds because I think uh, part of it kind of nostalgic now because I feel like you know I did grow up with the show and um you know I, I have family on the show and and I I love the show in, in its entirety to be honest. Um, I think my personal experience with it, although still positive, um, it wasn't what I envisioned for myself, yeah. um, and I think I kind of was really excited because I know how excited Rue was to have me on the show. And he made that clear to me with things like, he told me how much he loved my audition tape and my snatch game. And, and you know, I didn't get a chance to do that. So I think it probably will always stay with me. And I think if I do get the chance to return and kind of, you know, wrong or right or whatever, you know, try again kind of thing, um, I probably will take it, you know, so we'll okay. see. Yeah, fair enough. I can understand that. Uh, what else have you got coming up um, other than the, the tour? More music? Uh, yes, I have loads of music coming. So I'm currently writing uh, with my producer, Kieran Armitage, and we're just bashing out loads of songs, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't. And we have some really exciting collaborations coming as well, which I annoyingly can't name until like end of September. Um, but what I can say is, no other Drag Race girl across any franchise has ever collabed with someone this successful in the music industry. That is all I'm saying. Well, that's exciting. That is exciting. Yes. I'm really excited. Oh my God, I've held on for a secret for like two months. <laughs> I just want to tell everyone. Is it Lady Gaga? Oh, I wish. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll say yes. Just say yes. Yeah. yeah. We'll, get, we'll put that out there. No, I can understand. Um, yeah. So, so if, is there like a, uh, I, sorry, is there like an album? Like, or is there, how are you, what's, what's sort of coming? Yeah. So, uh, I can't say too much, but um, we are writing at least an album's worth of songs. Um, okay. So, you know, it may be an album or it may be like a mini EP to start with, and then I might tour it as a concert. Um, I'm not entirely sure what I want to do yet. Um, so I can't really say and, and kind of make any promises, but there is um, a lot of kind of R&B. There's a lot of kind of cabaret tracks that I'm releasing, um, but it's mainly kind of like a Gaga meets Paloma Face meets kind of law, like very dark pop. Um, which is Into fun. It. I'm very excited for it. 
exciting times ahead. So the rest of 2022 is a busy one for you, babe. I know. I mean, I'm complaining about not getting any sleep now. I don't know what it's going to be like in December when Santa comes around. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, we'll see. <laughs> well, hopefully you get a couple of days off around Christmas. That would be ideal. Because <laughs> I do know when we've spoken to queens that have done the, the drag race tour before, it is full on. So yeah, you're going to be tired. You're probably going to get sick, but you'll be fine. <laughs> I know, but honestly, it is worth it because like, I mean, my, my, one of my favourite things in the world is touring. Um, so I just, yeah, we're all going to have a great time. I'm just hoping we don't all fall out by week two because that will be a disaster. <laughs> keep on, we'll keep your fingers crossed for you. Um, well, best of luck with all of Anubis. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. You, You're um, so welcome. And, um, and yeah, look forward to seeing lots more of you. Thank you so Take much. Take care, nice bye. To see you. Bye. 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 I mean, I'm not envious of like those long tours. It must be absolutely like hell i mean really fun but like the don't you think the the, the constant like travel and all that just must be a nightmare yeah like yeah the getting up and uh, spending probably a, more time traveling from place to place mm. than actually you are in the hotel but uh yeah. i'm intrigued to know who the the collabs with yeah definitely me too um i guess i guess we've got a couple of maybe six or so weeks until we find out but yeah very exciting and i'm i'm, I'm pleased because it's like yeah when you go out first from a show like that you kind of never really know what's going to happen next um but it seems like for anubis it's all going pretty well um, absolutely oh, well what a lovely show what a lovely show do you know what i've got a little bit of like like um news actually news news is the wrong word i'm doing something exciting and i'm doing something for the first time i'm oh, I've, booked, I've booked a little holiday solo i'm going away by myself exciting tell us more where are you off to right don't judge me for this bob i wouldn't judge i'm going to benedorm <laughs> nothing wrong with benedorm i just love the program benedorm well, that's kind I've of why I'm going. Been to the place, though, but I love the program. Me neither, right? So you fly into Alicante, and then it's like just up the road, basically. Um, yeah, the end of September. I've just having four little days, um, right. like, and I just thought I can I can get there for cheap. So yeah, I'm doing. I'm um, first time in my 36 years. I'm going to go away entirely by myself for a few days. And the weather's still going to be lovely come September. Yeah, it's like 23, 24. The bit yeah. more quiet. Exactly. Um, yeah, so... your monkey pop vaccine. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be shagging everything inside. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I can't be a fine thing. Um, so no, I'm just going to like try and enjoy myself and like chill out for a couple of days. So I think that would be Are nice. you a fan of the show? Yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. Um, do you want to do kind of the karaoke, the, the drag clubs? Do you want to do the strip? Can you do that by yourself, though? That's my question. I don't know. Of I guess, you can, babe. I guess we'll have to wait and see, because I'll I'll be able to tell you when I get back, if, or if I'm all back in one piece. I mean, maybe I'll be on that electric bike and crash into the sea. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, like, anything could happen. Scooters. Yeah. If you walk past the karaoke bar, all you've got to think is... How did Bob do on karaoke? And you know you're laughing because you're going to be half all right. Anything compared to me, That's mate, you're going good... to go in there, you're going to sound like George fucking Michael. That is a very good point, Bob. Um, and one I'll keep in mind when I've had 12 pints and then I'm like... A snake bite. Yes, snake bite. With a little cocktail umbrella in the top. Um, yeah, but anyway, it's not till the end of September. What about, what about you? Have you got anything exciting coming up or done anything exciting? I haven't got any other plans. I'd like to go away in oh, September. Yeah, September you've got to get October. away. 
yeah, gonna let six weeks get out of the out of the way. Oh, yeah. Um, and then yeah, I think September, October, I'd like to go away. From, from what I'm seeing now, it seems like airports are getting back to. I'm not saying normal, but they don't seem as dramatic as they was a few weeks ago, do they? Uh, well, I'm certainly not seeing or reading about that. Yeah. I'm sure there's still a bit of a queue, but it is what it is. Just nice to get away. Um, but yeah, even if I could just go away for five, six days, um, yeah, a little bit of sun. And uh, But yeah, I'll do a last minute thing, I think. Fair. I think that's totally understandable. Um, well, uh, nice to see you again, Bob. Um, you too, babe. We'll be back this time next week. Bye, guys. Bye.